Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolobova, and my today's guest is no stranger to you. And if it is, you get to go to the last year episode that I did with Marilis because it was Wow, very hard eye-opening, and we were talking the last time about astrology. Today, I'm not going to reveal you yet what we're going to be talking about. However, as per usual, I love, love, love bringing my guests feeling grounded and spacious and really fully (laughs) present. So that's what I'm planning to do with Meryl is before we dive into today's episode. So, Marilis, I am excited to have you here. And before we will even talk, I'll just get you nice and grounded. How do you feel about that? Thank you so much. I so love that and appreciate mm. it. Let's let's get grounded, please. <laughs> let's do that. So let's just gently close your eyes and taking a deep breath in through your nose. Breathing out through your mouth. And as you are breathing in and out, everything is slowing down around you. Your body feels heavier and more relaxed. And you are starting to feel at one with the nature that surrounds you. And I would love for you to visualize beautiful, big green field in nature. And there is nothing around, just a beautiful green field with grass. And right in front of you, it's a beautiful, big tree. And I would love for you to go to that beautiful tree and sit under it in its shade, listening to the birds, feeling the soft wind on your face and slowly melting in with the ground, becoming one with a tree. And as you're breathing in and out, 
you feel like your own roots are becoming one with the roots of this beautiful tree going in deeper and deeper into beautiful Mother Earth. And you feel these roots to be expanding, going deeper and deeper. And at the same time, you are expanding into the space, allowing the wind to caress you, allowing the birds to kiss you, allowing the sun to gently embrace you. And you're feeling more and more grounded with each breath in. And you're feeling that there's nothing else to do. Mm. Just feeling the groundedness, feeling your body. And you're one with nature. You're one with this tree. And you come to the realization that we are all one. We're all grounded. We are all peace. We're all love. And when you realize this, when you become one with everything, you're ready to come back. Come back to this moment. To come back to your chair. Feeling grounded feeling peaceful, feeling satisfied. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. What came up for you in this meditation? So I, I spent quite a bit of time in this space. <laughs> and for me, for me, it just feels like bliss and orgasmic. <laughs> it's like it, I just exist in the state of bliss. And the space that you create, I, I just love. There's uh, like so much pleasure and excitement and love and softness. And I just, mm. I just love the space you create. Since, since the first moment I met you, it's, it's still the same. And it's just getting more and more mm, like embodied and potent mm. and generous and just, oh, I love it. <laughs> thank you so much yeah i it's just beautiful like very simple and easy to fall into and the you know the your sound and frequency it's just we talked about this before you're some of us are sound healers just with speaking you know you're one of those mm. and i appreciate it and love it so, mm. so, 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 so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You were the you were the first one who told me about that, you know, about my voice and about me healing with the sound. And it's it's beautiful. And I, oh, uh, I feel it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank mm. you. It's like putting putting words onto the feelings 
you know, it's beautiful. You have that gift, mm. like really being able to bring forth for others the feelings that they might have inside and not being able to express themselves. And I love, mm. really love that you are using the words as pleasure and bliss because I feel like, especially for us as women, there is so much shame around pleasure. Mm. There is so much guilt around it. There is so much heaviness still. Like, we feel that we want to liberate ourselves. Yeah, there is mm -hmm. still like, well, but what would other people think? And I shouldn't do this. And <laughs> there is just so much shame still around sexuality and liberating yourself and self-expressing yourself. You know, that's something that mm -hmm. I've been noticing, you know, also in my business, like as I am expanding I'm bringing yes. in more self-expression and more femininity. Like on my last yes. retreat, we end up like almost all naked dancing around fire with our participants. I love you a know? naked dance. I'm a natural naturalist. <laughs> and it's so like, you know, it's like we were not like completely, but we were like all like topless and just in our underwear. And it was just so beautiful nice. and so freeing and you know, being yeah. in, in the Tulum and Vortex, it's so powerful, you know, mm. so it's, it was really, really beautiful experience. And I know that we carry so much shame around us. So I would love to dive into this topic on how to start healing the deepest, you know, shadows that we have around mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. So I've, I, I, as, as you know, I'll talk about it. I'm wanting to bring out an online course about that as well. But very, I think very much the work starts, starts from within. Um, for me, everything starts from within. You know, you, you want to have a great relationship, work on yourself first so you can come together. So you're not coming together from a place of lack and neediness and codependency and fear. Um, with the sexual shadows, I've... I've done for the, okay, where do I start? <laughs> so I'll tell a personal story. So when I was um, 14, way before I ever had um, any intimate relations with another, um, a kind of natural tantric channel got opened for me. So how I experienced this was at first it was um, and it always happened when I went to bed and I was relaxed and I was starting to fall asleep. And this uh, like golden light and energy started moving through my body and I saw it and I saw everything move, turn golden and it felt like pleasure. And then I was like, I was just rolling with it. And then after, and then I had these huge orgasms and shakes and things. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Life's good. <laughs> and uh, after a while, I realized that I could direct the energy and, and do things with it. Like it was this manifesting power and pleasure. And, and, um, and after a while, I could take it into this whole different world of like an intimate temple. And, um, and I've been using this uh, journey for others and my clients of taking them into their kind of soul essence temple and there's so much creativity that bubbles up there the thing is I didn't realize until like quite recently only a few years ago that uh, that was a special thing that that was something that you know tantricas uh, learned for lifetimes and meditated their heads off and you know did their Taoist practices and so on of circulating breath and tensing here and tensing there because that was just given to me and I thought that was puberty <laughs> 
so I, I didn't even I didn't even like talk about it with anyone. I just had these, you know, experiences and connections, and I was like, okay. And then um, now, in the last uh, like uh, few months, I've been really clearing out that space, and and it's been a lifetime. And for me, you know, it's been a lifetime of exploring this energy and seeing how it interacts with others, and also seeing when I when I have partners who who are not good for me, who carry a lot of uh, trauma, shame, rage, anger, and just kind of uh, sadness, grief, everything, and unleash that, then I have to go into my temple afterwards and clear myself because this energetic uh, absorption in a way. So, so the energetic space for me is very, very open. The psychic space is very, very open. Um, and uh, what I have been really interested in lately is um, the dynamics between people and, and how, to, how to actually transmute that. Because we do all carry shame and anger and grief and resentment and all these things. They, they need to be, you know, consciously worked through and released. They're in the subconscious. You don't know that they're there, but to an extent, your body carries it. It's just being human. So um, I've started putting together this program um, how to do it through the zodiac, how to transmute these things to intimacy and sexual energy in a pleasurable, beautiful way. And that is, that is kind of understanding the dynamics of the zodiac. So, for example, I'll give a very personal example. Um, so I have my Venus in Virgo. And the Virgo energy is, you know, it's ritualistic space. It is... In its shadows, it's like it loves humiliation. It loves perfectionism. It's quite a heavy, sticky, you know, punishing energy almost. And then in its in its highest, it is uh, birthing your soul through the through the body by purifying your mind and body. So you're you can be like um like a you know a tantric priestess purifying your soul just through the energy. So that that is very very um, dear and close to my heart. So how that works out here in 3D, in human relationships, in dynamics, is if this energy of humiliation and begging doesn't get a healthy outlet, it starts playing in the shadow and it becomes really, really ugly and toxic. So how I experienced it in a toxic uh, situation was um, unconsciously creating situations where the other would be humiliated and then would get angry and then would want to humiliate me more. And then it would just kind of ping pong between us and escalate to, to, um, to be honest, to an extent where, where things got just really degrading. And I was looking at myself from the side and I was like, why is this person treating me this way? Where, where did I go wrong? And then I realized that that was, you know, something that I said maybe a week ago and it just kept escalating. It didn't, uh, we didn't stop the ball rolling. And there I am being forced to, you know, beg for forgiveness on my knees, literally watching myself and being like, this is not right, girl, where did you end up? So that can, that, that is the bad side of it. That is the, okay, this is how it can end up in a really, humanly degrading situation and you're like where is the love there is no love here there's only pain um ideally what you would do now as an advice from the zodiac would be <laughs> at least you know looking from a woman's perspective you would want to get 
you would want to be so interested in the connection and in each other's pleasure and safety and intimacy that you would get the woman to expect, especially the woman, because men generally turn on quite fast. You know, you look at them with a smile and there's a doing going on. Well, maybe not that easy, but but for a lot of uh, women, the, the process of getting turned on takes a little bit longer. So once you get a woman so turned on and tuned in and you understand her needs and we all have different needs some of us want to be roughed around a bit some of us want to feel like very held and safe and gentle some need talking some need touching it's an exploration it's an exploration between you and your partner but once you get a woman so turned on that they are you know exploding and dripping and begging you to enter that is the same energy. That is the humiliation, begging energy that wants to be burst up and used in this tantric sense. And it doesn't need to go into the shadows. And from there, you can go into divine union because the connection, like there is so much desire and need for the connection rather than the punishment. And, you know, then... However, you proceed from there. I'm not going to say in, out, in, out, but, <laughs> but you, you connect, you know, you connect from your roots, you connect from your sacral, you connect from your, um, you know, your willpower, you connect from your heart, you connect with your voice, you connect with, it's a whole body experience of, of connection and merger. And in that merger, you, you kind of disappear you, you truly become one and not just one with the person who is in front of you and inside of you. You become one with the whole cosmic universe and, and every little moment and breath is a galaxy exploding and you are the creator of this, this moment. Mm -hmm. So you can, and you can do that. I know it sounds a little bit poetic maybe, but you can do that through every zodiac energy it's just the virgo entrance is this um this um humiliation begging dynamic mm. like for aries for yeah no i'm just like so fascinated by it you know it's so <laughs> fascinating and i'm always like wondering like okay okay like how do we apply this how do we understand this you know because sometimes it's so beautiful you know like to have you and i'm like what if we want to like know now like right now right so is it is it the <laughs> venus that it's the the sexual energy that we are talking about would it be like where our mm. venus is or there's there's a time when I when I do like uh, relationship readings and relationship containers, um, uh, and the focus is on relationship and relationship dynamics. Then there is certain pairs that play together. So uh, the sun and the ascendant is an important pair for harmony between the general kind of masculine and feminine within you, between your being and doing. The Venus Mars is another one. Um, Venus Vulcan is another one. Uh, Psyche and Eros is another one. Um, and your DC line is another point where I would look. I would look also at your seventh house mm -hmm. for, for kind of uh, harmony and relationship, for um, sexual pleasure and transformation. I would look at the eighth house. 
for the playfulness aspect, the inner child aspect, the dating, the romance, I would look at the fifth house. And um, I do also work with uh, couples who, who, you know, work together and, you know, they, they do sex magic. They, they create together, they bond together and they bring out beautiful programs and beautiful projects. Sex and magic? Did I heard sex magic? Well, they, they do create with their own union. They, uh, we, we all can do, you know, there's a lot of witchy vibes about, you know, manifesting with your orgasm, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's cool too. That like, that's, that's easy, but doing it with another, it's, it's a collaboration. It's a synergy. So how that works in couples, I would look at the second house. So that's where the materialism, the pleasure, the Taurus house lives. You see, that's why I don't do DIY of astrology. I schedule session with you because I'm like, you just tell me 10 things to do. I'm like, no, if you don't tell me one thing and how to do it, I'm out. You know me, like easy does it and flow. And I love well, learning and understanding. And for some things, you just hire experts. I'm so. very practical. I'm like, okay, this is the energy that works in that house for you to access and activate this do this and to do this is like simple things like go have a bath go do this go do that go eat more this or that kind of food mm. Acti activate this it's it's very very practical the the use of the energy is very practical because we live in a practical world right so, now we do you know, yeah you know one thing no... <laughs> thank go, you please um, you know, one thing that came up for me was when I was listening to your story, and I'm so thankful of how open you are and how you're sharing your own story so openly, because it helps people to connect even deeper. What came up for me is, you know, when you were sharing your um, experience, you know, your tantric experience when you were 14, mm. it's like what was in my head? It's like, well, good for you. Like, that's so rare. You know, like you said, like there yeah. are people who have to be meditating and doing these things for years so what are the you know the chances that we can learn it and do it if for you it came natural and of course you're studying like different things in astrology and everything so I know it's not just like everything like you know at, at your finger but yeah. for those who are really interested in like healing their shadows and they're feeling you know overwhelmed because they can feel the shadows mm -hmm. in their relationships that's where it's going to really show up yes. I feel like because it's I agree with the self, we sometimes don't realize, but relationships can be really big triggers because it will it will bring all of your shadows and all the things that you thought that you already healed and you're like another layer and <laughs> so another true. one and another one, right? So Absolutely. for people who don't have that experience, like how they can start transmuting that, like what is the place they can start besides, you know, scheduling mm -hmm. session with you? What is the one thing that they can look at and start from there? Well, you know, the, the shortcut with learning is always experience and doing with, with someone who has experience. So that is, you know, book a session with me and we'll start working with it. Um, and that has been the same with me with, you know, different meditation teachers, different uh, awareness teachers. When you put yourself in the company of people who have actually done the work it, it, it ripples, it ripples through you. Um, and you can, and you can understand and see when people have only book knowledge, because you don't get it. It's like pushing and forcing. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that, that someone can do 
um, is being more aware of breath. Just breathing in, breathing out consciously, observing your breath, going, going the meditative route. You don't have to sit in a lotus pose and uh, put a, I don't know, inside timer on for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, but just um, taking the awareness to your breath. Because when you really connect with your breath, you're automatically connected to the pulse of the universe, the pulse of the cosmos, the pulse of bliss and pleasure that goes through you. Every breath takes in oxygen into your body and sends it through all of your body and exhales all the shadow, all the rest. And the more you kind of um, become present, the less you have karma, the, the calmer you are, the, the more insights will come because you just, and when you actually focus on your breath, you don't have to worry about the monkey mind and your thoughts and hundred million things that are on your to-do list because you're in the present moment and all that you have is there and then. It's, it's this every moment, this, this is it moment. Mm -hmm. So that's a really simple, but yet hard to accomplish thing to do. It's, isn't you know? it fascinating like how we can say like, oh, this is simple, but it's not that easy to do because we are so yeah. used to let our monkey mind just ride us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So being fully it's present and connecting with the breath, it is really, really powerful, you know? Like I feel like when we yeah. can start there, that's the best place because then it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what zodiac signs are, you know, prevalent. Yes. It's really beautiful to, to like um, approach it with a positive, I can do this, this is fun kind of attitude and just explore breathing into different parts of your body. You know, you start with the nose, you just take a couple of breaths in and out of the nose and focus there because that's an easy focus. So you prove yourself straight away that you can do it. And then you start exploring into, into just, you know, old school pranayama in a way, but, but in your own way, in your unique way, you, you can try to breathe into your lungs. You can try to breathe into your belly, see how it feels, see how the belly breathing feels like it might bring up some anxiety or it might be very, very calming. If you have an ache or pain, let's say you've been a surfer and you've injured your left shoulder. Because um, <laughs> I do also work with people who have that problem and then we just take the energy into this area and, and let it heal with the person's own attention and love. And it works. Um, so you take your attention and awareness into your shoulder and breathe there or wherever you have a pain in your hip, in your toe. And then after a while, you start bringing in the light. So you, you incorporate light with the breath so the breath is the the pathway and and it's not actually even bringing in light it's just about becoming aware that this is also light everything is also light everything is also frequency including yourself and you start playing with it and directing it and yeah but it all starts with the first breath through the nose mm -hmm. you just have to do that and you know in baby steps it doesn't mean that you have to become a light worker straight away or become a healer or some kind of um, I don't know crazy taekwondo guru so it's it's more about just your own well-being breath is so important it's like we can live without water we can live without food we cannot live without breath in this body you know mm. appreciate it every breath is a blessing take it as a blessing you're blessing yourself mm. that is so beautiful that's how I see it. 
<laughs> no, I, I feel you, you know, like it's, it's funny because like last year I became a certified breadwork facilitator, you know, so yes. uh, I feel like it, our bread really reconnects us and purifies us and help us to clear the shadows, clear the pain. And it's not just yes. that, but it's such yes. a deep, powerful modality, because like you said, yes. without breath, we can't live, not in this yeah. body, not in this reality. So I, I feel like it's really, really powerful. So I, um, you know, I could be I sitting here. I released um, um, an audio, like an audio from a live clearing I did a couple of days ago on my website where we use breath and we use different uh, um, shadow and light frequencies. A lot of them are emotional. And I take a person through their subconscious release technique where they, they were here with me here on my lovely balcony, as you can see. <laughs> and uh, I just guided them through and I resonated with the frequencies. And when you work with others with resonance, you know, when you resonate, uh, resonate um, let's say anger let's take a heavy energy when you resonate that and hold that in a loving compassionate space and ask the person to breathe it it like it releases from the body and they themselves breathe it out and the body might react the body might twitch and and uh, burp and yawn and stretch and do all these things or sometimes there's sound sometimes there's tears but you can access it just with, you know, a resonant space and breath, and you can also do it yourself. Mm, that so, is beautiful. Yeah, that, that, that audio is, is publicly available if anyone wants to listen. Beautiful, and, absolutely. And like it's not you... very good quality because my dog was barking at the same time and there's birds around, but it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, just rolling with it, rolling with it. And I, um, yeah. you know, I could be sitting here and talking with you for hours because there is always such a deep wisdom and such a unique way how you perceive this world and how you're using your gifts. And it's always so fascinating to me. And, you know, I also want to be respectful of, of your valuable mm -hmm. time and hour. So for the last question of your today and my tonight <laughs> is for the one who is listening to us and she is still feeling mm -hmm. like there is a disconnect from her body and she's feeling like a shame or maybe not being mm -hmm. fully self-expressed in her sexuality what is the one thing you want her to know mm. what comes to me is just this deep knowing and deep reverence and understanding of the truth that you are sacred exactly how and where you are you can be disconnected you can be depressed you can be on top of the world, happy, it doesn't matter. You are sacred anyway. Mm. And from my point of view, like the best way to celebrate your sacredness is dance like no one's watching. You can, if you're, you know, co community oriented and expressive and brave, go to an ecstatic dance. If you're a little bit shy and you want to just enjoy it for yourself and you're sensitive, dance alone in your own bathroom. I do that almost every day and I fucking love it. <laughs> mm. Sorry, drop the neck bump there as well. <laughs> 
It's so beautiful, you know, going back to your body, reconnecting with yourself. And this is such a beautiful reminder, Marilis, you know, like we are sacred. And touching your body, touching yeah. your body. If, if, if it's, you know, if it is uh, sexuality that is the issue, pleasure yourself, honor yourself, love yourself, touch, you know, slowly, put massage oil on you, put cream on you, um, masturbate, but in a really, really loving way, not in an aggressive Porn energy, but from this space of every cell in this body is divine and it makes up me and it brings me through life. And there is so much pleasure. And sometimes there is numbness. If you know, um, sometimes horrible things happen to us. And and just being able to hold that yourself with your own hands, with your own awareness in that and and let whatever emotion there is to move through and release that is so beautiful mm. and so powerful i love so, it so yeah. much thank you thank you thank you you are such a beautiful and powerful woman to you know be connected with i appreciate you and your work mm. and um I am connected with you on Instagram. That's how we connected. But Yay. is there any other place that you would love people to connect with you? I know you mentioned your website and that you have some audios there. So how you want my, to connect with people? So my Instagram is still my like number one communication way. And um, and that seems to work. I, I don't uh, do Facebook. I think um, Facebook is slowly dying out, to be honest. Um. And my website is linked also through the Instagram. It is www.astrologyofwellbeing.com. Um, to be honest, I don't know if you put it in Google search, if it actually comes up because I'm horrible at SEOs and I haven't done any of that. So <laughs> I think uh, I think Instagram is the, is the easiest way. And I've created such a, like, I'm, I'm really proud of myself because I've created such a beautiful safe bubble there i didn't i was very scared of instagram world before i started and i made the intention to bring in beauty and authenticity and real talk and inspiration and just create a really beautiful safe space so people can talk and be and i i'm i'm doing all right <laughs> oh that's amazing so, yeah and i can attest that yeah. so thank you so much you enjoy the gorgeous beautiful day in bali that you have ahead of you and you are the happy ending of my night <laughs> so how <laughs> better we have to... beautiful beautiful dreams thank you <laughs> thank you so much it's and thank you for day. all the work you're creating Thank you. Likewise, you are such a powerhouse. I'm so, so grateful for connecting with you. And thank you. Yeah.